So uh, the other day, Friday, I think it was, I was out, uh, something kind of interesting or cool happened, I thought. I was out walking my dog in the morning, and uh, it's crazy, three different times. I was probably out for 10 minutes, but three different times um, I saw people in their cars when they passed the church, they blessed themselves. Uh, twice, when, when I just happened to be in front, I was on the lawn with the dog, and a car came down, and I saw his woman. She passed the church. And then five, two minutes later, I'm like, like on in the corner here, and I saw somebody coming down that way. They did the same thing. And then the third time, as I was coming this way toward the beach, it was just like, wow, like this is kind of surprising. I've seen it before, but it was just kind of pleasantly surprising to see it like three times, like in a couple of minutes. I like that. I think that's a good thing. I mean, who doesn't, right? Of course it's a good thing. And I'm not saying you have to do that. You have to bless, do the sign of the cross when you pass the church. I'm not saying somehow you're less faithful if you don't. I'm just saying it's a good thing. Probably somebody way back when taught those people, said to those people, hey, when you drive by a church, or when you walk by a church, or ride your bike by a church, you want to make the sign of the cross. Maybe they heard it, maybe they just saw it. You know, maybe their mom or dad did it, or grandma or grandpa did it. Maybe a teacher told them, you should do that. Is it the most important thing in the world to do? No, in terms of our faith, of course not. But it's an important thing. It's a good thing to do. I just think there's something good about expressing your faith in places beyond the church. It's kind of a given here, right? Man, if we're not expressing our faith in here, we're in trouble. But I think for a lot of us, once we leave here, it's like, boom, that's, that, the God stuff is kind of done. And it shouldn't be. You know what I think it does for me? It kind of gives me hope when I see people, the whole car thing, for instance, kind of says to me, yeah, there's still people, there's still people in the game. There's still people on this team who still believe, who still think this is important, because it is important. It's critically important. I also think it does this. I think it communicates courage or like at least confidence. Maybe maybe courage is too strong a word. Depending though, sometimes it is very courageous when you're the only person in a group that's willing to express their faith. And you kind of know you're going to be the only one, but you do it. And you kind of get looks and maybe even comments. Because what it says is, you're different. It says, like, this is who I am. And I'm not afraid, and I'm not embarrassed to let people know. Doesn't mean we have to get in people's faces and drive them crazy about our faith. But it does say, I'm not going to hide it. And for God's sake, I'm not going to be embarrassed by it. 
It's like getting ashes on Ash Wednesday and then wearing them to work in a very secular place. And you're going to be probably the only person in the office that day walking around with a cross on your forehead. And you do. Or you're a sophomore in college and there's mass on campus on Sunday night and none of your friends goes. Nobody in your, it seems like nobody in your dorm goes. But you go. Sunday night, you go. When nobody else in your crew really does. That's a great statement. It just flat out is. How about saying grace in a restaurant? I'm always a little conflicted with that one. Sometimes, in all honesty, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Usually depends on the people I'm with. If I'm with church people, sure, I'll do it. But if I'm with somebody who's not, I don't know, I, I tend not to. It's a part of me that's not proud of that. I think there's also something to be said for maybe being sensitive to somebody who's not religious, but I don't know. I feel like there's a little part of me that's running away. How about putting a car magnet, putting a magnet on your car that says that you're, you're a Christian, you're a Catholic. seems like we get extremes with that, don't we? You get the person who's got 55 magnets on their car. It's like, okay, we know you love Jesus. Okay, like two or three would have been okay. Or you get the other person who wouldn't even dream of putting one on. By the way, we're selling them after Mass. <laughs> Only kidding, we're not. But like, don't we kind of live in uh, extremes? It's the person who you're like, all right, give me a break. It's like too much. And then you get probably most of us who are like, I don't know, I'm not going to put a, a Jesus thing on my car. Why not? Like, what are we afraid of? Are we afraid of being different? Do we lack the confidence to be different? Do we kind of, have we surrendered to a culture that is just so crazy sensitive everybody gets offended about everything so I better keep my trap shut you know who didn't keep his trap shut John the Baptist you know who didn't care about being different John the Baptist he looked different he acted different and totally this gospel this morning wants us to know that the church wants us to know it because we keep hearing in Advent from John the Baptist. You know what's also interesting? You know who he wasn't really like? His cousin. He wasn't really a whole lot like Jesus, at least in his style. His MO was way different than Jesus's. They communicated similar truths, but they did so in very different ways. 
Jesus didn't eat bugs. John the Baptist did. Jesus liked a good meal. John the Baptist is eating locusts. We get a description of sort of like this weird-looking clothes he was wearing, rough, wild stuff. There's no mention of the clothes that Jesus ever wore. Presumably, he wore clothes like everybody else of that time. If he wore weird clothes, we probably would have heard about it in the Gospels. John the Baptist kind of lived alone. He was in the desert. Jesus was always having dinner with people. He was always among people. He didn't really set himself apart a whole lot, at least not the way John did. Very different styles, but they both had success. Look at what it said here this morning. This is about John the Baptist. At that time, the whole region were going out to, be, to him to be baptized. John the Baptist was a rock star. Huge crowds of people. They were both really successful, but they were both really different. And it wasn't just their diet and their fashion choices that made them different. The way they spoke to people was very different too. John the Baptist, he just blew things up. He just let people have it. He took no prisoners. Jesus had a very different approach. John today says, you, he's talking to these religious people. He's like, you brutal vipers. You're a, you're a bunch of snakes. Jesus was usually to those people would be like, hey, uh, I'm going to come to your house for dinner tonight. What? The biggest sinner in town. I'm coming to your house for dinner tonight. John the Baptist was saying, repent. Get your act together. Wake up. Clean up your act. Knock it off. Jesus was like, let's go for a beer. Well, let's go for a walk. Well, let's, let's do both. So who's right? Whose approach was right? Who do you go with? Well, I mean, don't you have to go with Jesus? I mean, Jesus is Jesus. Is Jesus. Jesus wasn't the same as John. John wasn't the same as Jesus. But we keep hearing from John. I think it's because he's got something to say. He's got something we need to hear. Hey, Jesus said about John, he said of all the people who ever lived, nobody was greater than John. So John is a big deal. He's gotta be listened to, even though his style was different than Jesus's. Yeah, I got a friend of mine who, uh, I guess this was, Last Lent or the Lent before, I forget, he told me uh, what he was going to give up for that Lent. And he kind of surprised me. He said, uh, I'm going to give up, or at least I'm going to watch a, a much less cable news. He said, it's on constantly in my house. It's always on. I'm either listening to it or it's in the background. But I, I never not really hear it. And it's the same drumbeat. It's like an echo chamber. You hear the same stuff every hour repeated. The people I can't stand, my, my program trashes them, and I like that. And the people, the things I like, all they do get is get affirmed, and I like that. 
So it's very comfortable. It's very affirming. And his point was like, too much of that's not good because I never get challenged. Like it's good to hear what the other side has to say. Doesn't mean you can join the other side, but your side is far from perfect. So like, it's good to hear the opposition because it's good to be challenged. Think of, the, think of where our country seems to be going. College campuses have gone completely crazy. You get a, a conservative speaker or journalist or podcaster or whatever, conservative guy who wants to go on a college campus, and they're like burning the place down. Leftists, I don't want to hear it. You're not even going to let the guy speak? This isn't our country. This isn't who we are. This isn't what we're about. You only want to hear that which you agree with? I mean, I think we're all probably a little guilty of that. Man, well, that wasn't John the Baptist. John said things to people that they didn't want to hear, but it was stuff that they totally needed to hear. So what is it? Is it Jesus or, or John? Are they against each other? A couple of years ago, a movie came out. It was called uh, Batman versus Superman. I don't know if anybody saw it. I didn't. I heard it wasn't very good. Seems to me the premise, the title is, is problematic. How can Batman be against Superman? How can Superman be against Batman? Isn't it like Batman versus the Joker? Batman versus the Riddler? Good guy versus bad guy? Isn't it Superman versus Lex Luthor? Good guy versus bad guy? They're both good guys. So were John and Jesus, but they were different. And sometimes we need to hear what the other guy has to say. Sometimes we need to hear more of one than the other. I think it depends on who we are, where we're at, what's going on in our lives. They're both true. They're both the good guys, but they're different. And sometimes I just need to hear from one a little bit more than the other. You know, if you're somebody who's not good with confrontation, like really not good with confrontation, you kind of run from it. Well, it probably makes you a very nice person, right? Because you're kind of always agreeing. You're never going to rock the boat. So it's always kind of peaceful. But crazy stuff can happen when there's no confrontation. A parent who is, won't confront their kid, man, good luck. Good luck when that kid's a teenager. Somebody who can't confront their spouse or their in-laws or their neighbors or their co-workers, Like, we need some of that confrontational thing at times. We need some John the Baptist. Times in life, we got to be like, no, 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 this is not okay. You're not going to get away with that. I'm not putting up with this. This has got to stop. That's a good thing. It's not pleasant, but it's a good thing. It's John the Baptist. Hey, we also know people who are the opposite who just love blowing things up, like they're way too okay with confrontation. They love driving the bulldozer and just running stuff over 
You know what that person needs to hear from Jesus? Who is, whoa, time out. This person isn't all bad. Yeah, I know, they're doing something, they said something that's not okay. Maybe there's a reason. Why don't you have a conversation with the person? Why don't you go for that walk? Why don't you go have that beer with that person? Why don't you go have something to eat with that person? And maybe you'll find out that they're not just the bad guy. Maybe they're hurt. Maybe they've been wounded in some way. And the way that plays out, yeah, they act like a jerk. They do really jerky things. But in their essence, they're not. They're just banged up. They've just been hurt. And this is how they deal with the hurt. But I'll never know that if I just drive the bulldozer. So sometimes we need John, sometimes we need Jesus. And I think the challenge maybe for us is, where are you more comfortable? Are you more comfortable with the John approach or the Jesus approach? For Advent, go to the opposite. Go where you're not comfortable, because they're both true. They're both good places. They're both places we need to go. But because of who we are, my instinct is going to be go this way a little bit more or that way a little bit more. For Advent, do the opposite. It'll probably serve us well. You know, I, uh, a couple of years ago, a friend of mine got me for Christmas, he got me uh, guitar lessons, which is very nice, very generous. And I've been taking them. I've been taking them now for a couple of years. I'm not very good, but, you know, I like playing the guitar as little as I, I'm able to. After about a, a year, I had a real beat-up, junky guitar, and I wanted to get a better one. So I started doing some research. Crazy internet now. You can, like, lose your mind comparing and reviews and back and forth. And anyway, this, it came down for me to these two, two guitar brands that I was going to go with. They're both good. They're both kind of well-known. Acoustic guitars. It's either a Taylor or a Martin, which is what I kind of narrowed it down to. They're both American-made, which is kind of meaningful for a couple of reasons. Quality. They're comparable in price. And I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide. This one was, Taylor was good for certain things. Martin was good for other things. They were both good. Some were better here. Some were better there. I ended up, this guy online, he, uh, he worked for like an instrument website. His name was Aaron, so he started stalking me. I called one day and asked questions, and he got, well, he got my number and was kind of hounding me to, to, to buy a guitar. And I couldn't decide. I'm asking him these questions. He's like, yeah, this is good. They're both good. This one's better here. This one's better there. And I, I remember one day I said to him, you know, this is crazy. I can't decide. I kind of want both. And then there was this long pause on the phone. And he goes, you want, you want both? And I said, well, I'd like both. And he says, well, wait, we could work something out. I said, no, 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 I'm not going to buy both. They're too much money. I don't, I'd like to have both, but I'm not going to buy both. And he goes, oh, okay. It's like one or the other. It's going to be a Taylor or a Martin. It's one or the other. Jesus or John? It can't be one or the other. Because they're both true. It's Batman and Superman. It's not good guy, bad guy. They're both good guy. So go with both. Because we need both.